almost gave the Penguins a break last night. The Blue Jackets trailed Detroit 4-1 in the second and 4-2 in the third, but came back to win 5-4 in overtime. So tomorrow's game is what we thought it would be, a game that will determine home ice in the first round of the playoffs. That's the Penguins at Columbus tomorrow night. Hear all the action right here on 105.9 The X. Uh, Columbus has trailed by three in three of their last four games, but got two wins and an overtime loss in those games. They've allowed 13 goals in those four games, so maybe Bobrovsky is starting to find his playoff form already. This is the Mark Madden Show on a Champions League quarterfinal Wednesday. The score after 15 minutes at Anfield. Liverpool 1, Manchester City 0. But we're under siege and I am sweating it big time. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Or you can follow me on Twitter at MarkMaddenX. Your Pirates are the last undefeated team in Major League Baseball. Raise the Jolly Rancher. Uh, But getting back to the Penguins, I think it's good to play a critical game as a tune-up for the playoffs. But the consequences of losing could be dire. The Flyers are in the second wild card, but only two points behind the Penguins. If the Penguins lost at Columbus, but won Friday at home versus Ottawa, they will at worst finish as the first wild card. New Jersey has now won three in a row. And they're just a point behind the Penguins. So there is all to play for in these last two games. If the Penguins played Washington in the first round, that would not be an ideal matchup for Pittsburgh. But I think the Capitals would flinch more so than the Penguins. Tampa Bay killed Boston last night for zip in that Atlantic Division showdown. Wow. Those teams are not tied atop the Atlantic, but Boston has a game in hand. The Pirates, the only undefeated team left in Major League Baseball. They should get t-shirts printed to sell while they still can. Tonight is Buck Night at PNC Park. Weather permitting. Everything from soda to popcorn to really rough manual release can be had for just $1. If the game goes off, I get they get about 6 or 7 k to show up, and that's it. Maybe a few more tickets sold. Uh, If attendance plummets this season, that won't make Nutting spend more money on payroll. He will spend less money. He will chop payroll. He will trade Josh Harrison, which is going to happen regardless. And after all that... Nutting will blame the fans. Nutting or one of his stooges will cite low attendance. So we have that to look forward to. I do want to talk a a bit of Steeler draft because that's at month's end. There's now a feeling that the Steelers will take the best athlete available at pick number 28. One mock draft at the NFL Network said the Steelers will take Lamar Jackson, the quarterback from Louisville, and I just don't see that. I just 
don't want that. For one thing, I don't see Jackson as a long-term number one quarterback in the NFL. I don't. For another, the Steelers have to be about now, about the window. You do need to pick a successor at quarterback for Ben Roethlisberger at some point, but not now, and certainly not in the first draft. The Steelers just need to do what they're supposed to do and take an inside linebacker in the first round. Somebody like Vander Esch from Boise State, who I know they're interested in. You can do what's obvious if it's also what's right. That Lamar Jackson story, no matter who picks him, that's going to be a weird story. Jackson's manager is his mother. He doesn't use an agent. He employs his mother in that job. That's weird right there. And he wants to play quarterback, period. When Jackson was a freshman at Louisville, the coaches had him return a punt in practice, just one punt to see what he looked like back there. And immediately after practice, as soon as it wrapped up, the coach, Petrino, he got a phone call from Jackson's mom saying, hey, why is he returning punts? He's a quarterback. So not only do I not feel like Jackson is an NFL quarterback, I don't want to deal with his mom helping to coach. It's nothing to do with Jackson uh, being black, although that's an easy thing to say. Too many people with football knowledge just don't think Jackson can make the throws. Anyway, the Steelers... Got to get somebody they can use. Two nothing. Yes, 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 yes. The Steelers got to get somebody they can use in the first round. It's about now. It's about the window. It's about making the most of Ben still being the team's quarterback. And I know that best athlete available crap is what they are and what they do and what they've always done but maybe not this year. Fill a need. Get an inside backer and then get a running back. 412-333-9939. In case you uh, hadn't figured it out, Alex Oxley-Chamberlain has made the score 2-0 in favor of Liverpool in the Champions League quarterfinal at Anfield. I thought I bounced back to doing the show quickly and in a professional manner. Uh, I, I got to get this baseball note in. Giancarlo Stanton struck out five times in a game yesterday, and the Yankee fans were booing him. There was like nobody there because the weather was rotten, but those who did show up were booing Giancarlo Stanton. Now, that is a short honeymoon. Uh, Otani with the Angels, he pitched the other day, and he hit a home run yesterday. He's the Japanese Babe Ruth uh, already. Okay, let's get back to the Penguins. Let's do a little Hockey Talk Radio 101. What team would you most like to see them play in the first round and why? And what team would you least like to see them play in the first round and why? 412-333-9939. I think... Philadelphia would be the easiest matchup. 
They swept them in the season series. Philadelphia's weak in the back and weak between the pipes. Uh, it's very unlikely that they would drop all the way down to the second wild card, play either Boston or Tampa Bay. But if they did, that obviously would be the toughest matchup. I spoke earlier about Washington playing the Caps in the first round. First round, second round, what's the difference? Uh, they've beaten them the past two playoffs. Why couldn't they beat them this one? I think if the Penguins and Caps played in the first round, the Capitals would be the more likely team to flinch. Although, again, home ice with the Penguins having such a disparity between their home and road record. This year, more than any, that is something to think about. Uh, the Penguins could play Columbus, Philadelphia, New Jersey, Washington, Tampa, or Boston in the first round. Those possibilities still exist and with only two games left in the season. That's crazy. I don't think there's a single matchup written in stone in either conference, and like I said, only two games left in the season. That is absolutely nuts. I had a good time at Jurgles last night. Fozzie was great, Chris Jericho's band. Uh, big crowd, packed. Rich Ward is a friend of mine. He's Fozzie's guitarist, the Duke, and he was absolutely sizzling. Fozzie has some great songs. And they covered SOS by ABBA. ABBA with a bit of metal. The love you gave me, nothing else can save me. SOS. Uh, plus, I had a couple drinks. I'm drinking more lately. And I feel like I'm a better person for it. Wish I was drinking right now because this game's far from over. Uh, the master starts tomorrow. Bud Light handed out. 1,000 shirts that say Dilly Dilly for people to wear at Augusta because you can't yell Dilly Dilly upon penalty of ejection. Bud Light took the PR bull by the horns and handed out all these T-shirts to people who are going to the Masters. Uh, there's an officially licensed NCAA championship shirt for Villanova that says Villy Villy. So Bud Light is everywhere except the pit of misery, or in this case, the sand trap of misery. It would be good for golf if Tiger won the Masters. So if he's close, maybe they'll just let Tiger win. Skip Bayless talked about that on Twitter. Maybe golf will just step aside and let Tiger win. That sounds silly, but dilly-dilly. When you're gone... How can I even try to go on? This just in. Giancarlo Stanton's first home run at Yankee Stadium just hit. It cleared the left field bleachers at 458 feet. I doubt they're booing now. In the, what minute is it? Not, not late enough. It's Liverpool 2, Man City 0. It's an intriguing simulcast so far. Here on the Mark Madden Show at WXDX. Fine. I never thought I'd say this, and I could well be speaking too soon because there's a lot of football left to be played, but Liverpool are taking Manchester City apart. 3 nothing, in, I believe, the 35th minute at Anfield. 
It's a, a two-leg tie, a lot of football to be played, but boy, at the top of our game. 412-333-9939. Uh, I asked before who you'd like to see the Penguins play, who you'd like to see them not play in the first round of the playoffs. Preferred opponents and opponents you'd, you'd rather not. Let's go to Joe and Belvern and Joe, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Um, I'd like to see him play either Boston or Tampa. And Okay, that, that is totally the opposite of, of what I would guess a Penguin fan would say. So I'm assuming you're not a Penguin fan. No, I'm a tremendous Penguin fan. Okay, why would you rather play uh, uh, the Atlantic Conference champion? Okay. Atlantic Division, well, rather. Right. Well, I figure you got to play them sooner or later. So get it done in the first round. Get it over with. Beat them or lose. But you beat them, and then you're playing, then you'll play Toronto or whoever, and then you're going to wind up playing Washington or whoever winds up winning the Metro, and you'll pound them anyway. Because well, I hate really to assume to pounding anyone. I, I get where you're coming from. If, you, if you're going to win the Cup, you're going to have to be Boston or Tampa Bay sooner or later, so why not sooner? Correct. Then again, I, th- I think you got one thing a bit wrong. Let's say you play Tampa in the first round, you beat them. Yes. You wouldn't play Toronto in the second round. You'd play Boston because they'd beat Toronto. So the problem with going to that second wild card, Joe, is that you'd be jumping into the Atlantic Division playoffs, which this year would be tougher. You'd much rather beat, say, Columbus and Washington in order than Tampa Bay and Boston, say, in order. Luke in the car. Luke, you're on with Double M. What up, Double M? What up? Hey, uh, I, I, I'm i thinking the Philly, and I, I'm basing this all on goaltending. That's who you would that's rather play. Yes. but that, That's but who I'm I'd thinking, most like to play, too. Go ahead. I'm thinking if, he, if we're in the seventh spot, and if we get Washington, and if we beat Washington, do you does the top seed go to the winner of the 2-3, or are we the top seed now? Whatever, no, no, no. Uh, whatever division you go to, you stay in. So if we beat Washington, would we be. If the Penguins and- would be the first wild card and play Washington, for example. Right. They would play the winner of, I guess, Columbus, Philadelphia, Columbus, New Jersey, whoever was the other team in that division. You and got if me? We upset, if we upset Washington as a seventh seed, do we become, do we get the home. Nice, so you gotta, you got to listen real careful. Gotcha. If if they play Washington, that means they're in the Metro Division half of the Eastern Conference draw, and they would gotcha. play the winner of the other Metro Division series, and uh, they would not have home ice because they would be the lower seed. Gotcha. I didn't know if they reseeded. If they did, they would still be the lower seed. In well, fact, they, they it's just, the it just it's just once you're making this more complicated than it should be. Once you're in. Your division, you're in your division, and once you win your first round series, you play whoever's left from your division. You can switch divisions based on the wild card format. It's kind of dumb and definitely confusing, but that's how it'd be. Let's go to Big Z and Fox Chapel. Big Z, you're on with Double M. Hey now, Double M. Hey now. Um, so, I mean, I think it goes without say. Philly is the team you want to play. I don't care which. Well, I, I was going to say about Philly a moment ago. Yeah. You want to play them for a number of reasons. Their defense, they have two good defensemen, but they're small. The rest right. are slow and dumb. And yeah. they really don't know who their number one goalie is right now, do they? I mean, I think they think it's Elliott now that he's back, but I'm not sure they have a ton of confidence in him. And I think they might go back to Morazic because they traded for him to 
I, I don't know if they traded for him to be the number two. You know, they would they would definitely give him a look if if Elliott played poorly. There's just a state of confusion about that position. Yeah, and one thing is, and as history has spoken in the past, we own Brian Elliott. We've made him our daddy. I mean, we we have. We, well, no, no, we would be his dad. Oh, right, correct. Pardon, pardon my friend. I hope you haven't jinxed the whole daddy thing just now. <laughs> no, no, my bad. But seriously, he is horrific against us. I'm not afraid of Morazic. Neuvrith is hurt. I mean, it just makes sense. And the, the, their team matches up the worst against ours. The person suggesting that we should play Tampa or Boston in the first round is beyond idiotic. I don't want to play Chara or anyone in Tampa until we absolutely have to, especially Boston, though. That is a matchup nightmare for us. It is funny, though, how the, the things with the division change. You know, last year you would have rather gone to the Atlantic. True. This year True. you would rather stay in the Metro. Thank you for the call, Big Z. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, got a lot, of, a lot of fun talk today. Uh, I, I'm going to save this for later. There's a quote from Johnny Manziel talking to Dan Patrick. It's like one of the stupidest things ever said. But then again, Johnny Manziel said it. We got Mike Rupp at 430. We got Dejan Kovacevic at 530. Uh, just around the corner, uh, we'll keep talking about what teams you would like to see the Penguins play or not play. Your first choice, your last choice for a first-round opponent in the playoffs. And also, what has to happen for the Penguins to win the Cup or at least have a good run? What has to change or sharpen? Get get better. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9 X. Here's an interesting quote from Evgeny Malkin. It's lengthy, so bear with me. Quote, we understand we have a great team. We understand it's not just the team. It's coaches, it's the organization, everyone here. It's coming to practice, coming to this building. We're all together. Everyone works to win. The last two years gave us so much confidence. We understand we're a great team. It's time to win and time to make history. It's like amazing. It's a great chance to win. That's a terrific quote. But who is Malkin trying to convince? Who is he trying to rally? When Malkin had his histrionics at the end of the game against Washington on Sunday, he said he was trying to send a mass message to the Caps. But Josh Showey wrote at TheAthletic.com, I think Gino was trying to send a message to his own team. I agree with that, and I believe that's also the purpose of this quote from Gino. Not that the Bengals are playing horribly, but they need to play better. I think Gino's trying to motivate a bit by talking about the opportunity at hand. No quarter. Brought to you by CW Electrical Services. Make the switch at CWElectricalServices.com. The second half is underway at Anfield. 3-0 Liverpool at the half. Man City comes out. Manufacturing chances. It shouldn't be this hard. I shouldn't be just sweating bullets with a 3-0 lead. But I am because City have a corner kick. Uh, the Patriots traded Brandon Cooks to the LA Rams, the receiver. The Patriots got a first-round pick as part of the deal. It's the 23rd pick overall. They already had the 31st pick, so now the Patriots have four picks in the top 63. The L.A. Rams, boy, it's like they're going all in. They got Cooks, they signed Sue, 
They got a bunch of cornerbacks this offseason, and they already had a good team in the first place. Here's some Sean Miller news. Sean Miller, of course, was alleged to be under consideration by Pitt for the then-vacant basketball coaching job. Depending on who you believe, Pitt either turned Miller down or Miller said he wasn't interested. It looks like Miller now is going to keep coaching basketball in Arizona. And he's agreed to a new contract that calls him to pay Arizona $1 million if charged with a crime in connection with his employment. Not convicted of, but just charged with. Uh, Miller would also forfeit a million bucks if he's found to have committed an NCAA violation. Uh, Miller is signed in Arizona through 2022, and it looks like he's found a way to stay if indeed Miller didn't do anything wrong. You know, you don't agree to a contract like this if you think it's going to wind up with you getting fired and handing back a million dollars. You also uh, don't make blanket proclamations of innocence if you are on tape getting together a bribe for a freshman to attend your school. I think Sean Miller might have been on some shaky ground in certain circumstances regarding his tenure at Arizona, but I don't think he did what he's accused of. 412-333-9939. I've given you guys so much great entertainment over the years. Now is the time when you help me. You call and you talk about something so I can just listen to you in my headsets and watch the football match on the screen. <laughs> no point lying about it, right? Let's go to Kevin and Wexford. Kevin, you're on with Double M. Uh, more clear, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I watch a lot of football, college football, and he is not worth the first round. Uh, I'm sure some people will take him in the second round, but the problem with him is once the game against a good defense like a Florida State or Clemson, once they know he has to throw the ball in like a two-minute drill situation, he's very ineffective. Yeah, that's kind of what Bill Paulian said, that he can't he can't make all the throws and he can't read the defense in, in situations like you're describing. Yeah. Now, now uh, do, do you think he'll play quarterback in the league, or do you think he'd be better advised to play another position? You know what? I think it could be a similar to prior to play quarterback, but I think it, it, in the long run, if he went receiver first, that'd be the best. But I think... Uh, well, I think anybody who's not like a nailed-on quarterback that could make impact in another position should pursue that from the get-go by way of solidifying your status in the NFL and making as much money as possible. Then again, if you're like a first or second-round pick, which Lamar Jackson will be... As a quarterback, you're going to get so much money just to sign, it won't much matter what happens after that. 412-333-9939. Oh, speaking of Wexford, we haven't heard lately from North Allegheny High School bolt-on stripper queen Sarah Flaviano. She's on Twitter. She's communicated with me a couple times, but I don't know where she's dancing, and she won't say whether she's traveling out of town or... I don't know. And I don't go to clubs much anymore, the strip joints, so maybe ours is a love that can never again be, which is probably lucky for me. 412-333-9939. Let's go to Jack in the car. Jack, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mr. Madden. Hey, Jack. Uh, I was just kind of wondering, say a higher seed team plays a lower seed team. Yeah, we already went through this. Goodbye. That was a guy, 
trying to capitalize on the stupidity with the idiot who called before. One wild card goes to the Metro, one wild card goes in the Atlantic, and they play down within the divisions from there. Period. If you can't understand that, I would never encourage you to kill yourself, but I would be prepared for a life that doesn't provide much in the way of intellectual achievement, or for that matter, any achievement at all. Here's an update. Why is Salah coming off? Oh, don't be hurt. Don't be hurt. Dear Jesus, don't be hurt. Or Allah, sorry, forgot what I was talking about. Oh, Liverpool playing with 10 men while Salah is getting treatment. Dear God. See see what I mean? Just when it seems like things are going great, you're up 3 nothing against City and Anfield. Whoopity-doo. Suddenly your best player goes down injured. Damn it! By, by the same token, you are up 3 nothing. Take them out if there's not. Okay, here's an update on the uh, NHL scoring. Yeesh! Clear it, clear it. Come on, you knew that was good. Oh, he's... Okay, sorry, that's my first major distraction. The Salah injury really threw me for a loop. Uh, here's the latest on the NHL scoring race. Connor McDavid looks to have it locked up. He's up by five points. Got 103. Kucherov second with 98. Giroux third with 97. Malkin fourth with 96. McKinnon fifth with 94. Taylor Hall, oh my God, Salah came off. It looks like a groin. You people wouldn't understand that because... You don't have groins. How can Allah let this happen? To a great Muslim like Muhammad Salah, who's scoring at will. Oh, I am not best pleased with this development. Uh, At the top of the hour, which is just seconds away, we're going to talk about the NHL MVP race. Because, you know how people like to say, well, you're wrong, you're wrong. You, You were wrong when you said this. You were wrong when you said that. Opinions change when circumstances change. And regarding the NHL MVP race, the circumstances have changed to a degree where a guy I thought should not get consideration is now my favorite to win it. We'll get to that in 30 seconds right here on 105.9 The X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. None of what you're saying is reasonable. It's laughable. Ah. You're already dumb. Let's see if you can go to dumber. The X at 1059s. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Does your girlfriend want to bang a penguin? Well, dang, but I guess if that's your freebie, then my freebie would be Crosby. But, uh. Wait, what? The X at 1059. So when you're near me, darling, can you hear me? SOS. Uh, let me tie together uh, the preferred penguin opponents for the first round of the playoffs. Uh, let's assume that the Penguins don't drop to the second wild card and that they stay in the Metropolitan Division. In order, my preferred playoff opponents are Philadelphia, a rotten goaltending situation, and a shallow defensive core. They could score, but they wouldn't score enough against the Penguins. You don't want to match opportunities with the Penguins. You don't want to trade goals with the Penguins. Number two, New Jersey. Yeah, they got speed. Yeah, they got Taylor Hall. But they don't have much else in terms of scoring threat. They got their backup goaltender in. He beat out the 
supposed cornerstone of the franchise. That's Kincaid beating out Schneider. And uh, they're barely a playoff team. And I think if you play them in the first round, they might not realize it, but to some degree they would just be glad to be there. Third choice, Columbus. Bobrovsky's a really good goaltender, but the Penguins have had his number in playoff series. And uh, they don't have a legit number one center. And you got to have a number one center if you're going to play against Sid and Gino and get things done. And that leaves Washington. Holtby's uh, had a bad season. They got their number two goalie in there. But Ovi's having a, having a tremendous year. And they they have the scoring depth that Philadelphia does, but much better defense than Philadelphia was. Not just defensemen, but, but an overall defensive concept. Uh, now let's move on to some more Sports Talk 101. What has to happen for the Penguins to win? the Stanley Cup for a third straight time, or at least have a good run in these playoffs. Uh, like we said yesterday, Matt Murray has to play a bit better. So does Chris Letang. The penalty kill has to do a better job, although less penalties tend to get called in the playoffs, which is to the Penguins' benefit and detriment because they have a great power play and a bad PK. The PK does worry me because it, it's at 70% since Cole left. I'm using that as a, a line of demarcation and not necessarily a reason. Uh, but uh, you don't fix your PK overnight. That's a gradual thing, and I guess it was okay against Washington, but uh, that definitely worries me. But when you when you analyze all this stuff, don't lose track of the basics. The Penguins are based on star power. Malkin, Crosby, and Kessel... Finished 1-2-3 in playoff scoring last year. That has to happen again. There's no way for the Penguins to make up for it if the Stars don't produce. Gensel was fourth in points last spring and led the playoffs in goals. It would help if another kind of sleeper like that would come through this year, and it won't be Gensel. I don't sense that happens again. He's played okay, but no better. Maybe Broussard will be the wild card, given his track record in the playoffs, although he's still hurt and still did not practice today. People talk about rolling four lines and production from the bottom six. Even the coach talks that way. But that's horse manure. The Penguins are about the stars, period. 412-333-9939. So who's a likely sleeper to score a bunch of points in these playoffs? Broussard is my pick, but boy, I'd like to see Aston Reese get more ice. And I think before it's over, he will. Uh, like I said, Broussard didn't practice today, nor did Rowney. Uh, Ruedel was paired with Alexiak, which may mean Ruedel is back in the lineup and Hunwick is back out. Kessel was skating with Shane on the third line, and Gino was back between the two Swedes. Sullivan isn't afraid to switch up the lines, but mentally he is married to having Sid, uh, Gino, and Phil on separate lines, and that's, like I said, a concept he just loves. I'm a bit worried about Broussard. I hope he's back for the start of the playoffs. Uh, to still not be practicing, that is not good. 
412-333-9939, the number to call. Got a few nasty tweets. By the way, I'm I'm off Twitter for a while. Not in terms of I'll still be self-promoting and putting on uh, stuff for the show and my appearances. And don't forget, tomorrow night I'm at the uh, bar at the downtown Marriott right across the street from PPG Paints Arena to watch the Penguins and Jackets. That should be a frisky old time watching that game, which has become cataclysmic. Now the Columbus rallied from 4-1 down against Detroit last night to beat the Red Wings 5-4 in overtime and make tomorrow night's game really really meaningful. Uh, but but a, a little earlier I talked about Lamar Jackson, the quarterback from Louisville, former Heisman Trophy winner, and I just said, I, I don't think he's the number one quarterback in the NFL. Oh, you're a racist. Though it's because he's black. No, I think uh, Russell Wilson's a pretty good quarterback. He's black too. I mean, I was one of the few back when, because... This is a racist country. I, I go as far back as Warren Moon being a good quarterback. who They made play in Canada for years. Was it because he was black? I don't know, but he was in Canada for a lot of years. You can either play or you can't. Warren Moon could. Cordell Stewart couldn't. And he got far too long an opportunity here in Pittsburgh. Russell Wilson can. I don't think Lamar Jackson can. Can't make the throws. A lot of people say that. I'm going to believe a Bill Polian and not believe it's racially motivated. But but forget his qualifications in future. For the Steelers to take him in the first round to be nutso. People always talk about the successor for Roethlisberger. You know how long it took him to get a successor for Bradshaw? I'm not sure the exact amount of years, but I'll give you a hint. His name was Roethlisberger. A lot of guys between then between uh, Bradshaw and Ben that, that weren't very good. Let's say Ben does play three more years. I'm not sure I believe that, but let's just say. That's your window. And you have to be prepared to stink for a while after that. And you can't sacrifice doing your best and assembling a roster that can win now for the sake of after Ben. For the purposes of how the Steelers draft and assemble their team, not just this year, but next, and maybe even the year after, there is no after Ben. Time ends with Ben. The franchise ends when Ben retires. And that may be true, at least metaphorically, if not actually. So the Lamar Jackson thing, let me rephrase it to get the politically correct police off my back. I don't think the Steelers should draft a quarterback in the first round. Period. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. It's halftime at Anfield, Liverpool 3, Manchester City nil, And my heart is pounding like a jackhammer. Then again, that could be because I ran out of Metroprolol and i got to go to the uh, drugstore after work. That That's tough when you get up and you check your meds and your short one... And it's your heart med, and you don't have time to go get it before work. We're all on a knife's edge here today on the Mark Madden Show. No, I, I feel fine. It's just uh, I am really involved in this game, as I'm sure you have figured out. And so far, so good. Uh, 
I heard guys on the B team today saying regarding the, the bad weather for baseball here in Pittsburgh and in a lot of places. I mentioned before that Yankee Stadium was almost empty yesterday uh, for, for, for the Yankees home game. I heard guys on the B team saying baseball needs to do something about the weather. You know, you can't really do anything about the weather, can you? What baseball should do is play about 140 games and start the season on about April 20th. It always gets suggested that MLB should play the first month of the season in domes, in warmer weather cities. Have those teams handle all the home games in April and put the cold weather teams on the road. But then the teams with domes and with warmer weather climates, they give up a lot of summer dates which is when fans can go more readily and when you make money. No, the real problem is the season is too long. All the seasons in every sport are too long. Baseball should be 144 games. Hockey and basketball should be 70 games. Football should be 14 games. In the short term, you lose money. Heck, in the long term, you lose a little money. But it would be better. I got a quote from Evgeny Malkin I'm going to give you uh, after the break. Uh, right now, here's here's a great quote from Johnny Manziel, appearing on the Dan Patrick Show. Y- you got to keep in mind, this is Johnny Manziel saying this about himself. Quote, if Cleveland did any of their homework, they would have known I wasn't the guy who came in every day and watched film. I wasn't the guy who really knew the X's and O's of football, unquote. That is just an amazing quote. It's almost like Manziel is bragging about being lazy and stupid, and he's trolling the Browns for being dumb enough to draft him. If Manziel's brains were lard, they wouldn't grease too big a pan. Uh, RG3 signed with Baltimore. My question for that is, why? You really think anybody thinks, Baltimore thinks, he's got something left? And no, it's not because he's black, it's because he sucks. I just talked about the stupid-ass white boy a second ago. He's washed up at 25. Let's go to Tom in Bridgeville. Tom, you're on with Double M. Hey, quick question. Are we expecting Ben Roethlisberger to be a coach after he's done? No. Why? So that, I mean, it eliminates the idea of trying to get somebody while he's still playing so that somebody can learn under him. No, I don't, think it's, I don't think it's a matter of somebody learning from Ben or under Ben. I think it's a matter of just having a guy you think can be competent in place while Ben's still playing so he can learn the system, not from Ben, but from the coaches. Just learn how the Steelers expect the quarterback to play. But, but I think how the Steelers expect the quarterback to play depends on the quarterback. I feel like Ben has outlasted coaches more than the opposite. If he's trying to learn under a coach, wouldn't the coach change faster? Well, that, that's not the issue, sir. Are, are you in agreement that they shouldn't draft a quarterback this year, let alone yeah. in the first round? Yeah, I was asked before who would be a better replacement. I'm like, he oh, isn't even on the radar. Uh, mark my words. When Ben Roethlisberger retires, the starting quarterback for the Steelers, the year after he retires will probably be Landry Jones, unless Ben does play three more years. 
Then, boy, even Landry Jones will be old by then. Throw me the ball, Landry Jones. Landry Jones. 412-333-9939. Uh, a big trade made by the New England Patriots. We'll talk about that in a moment. And uh, a quote from Evgeny Malkin that uh, delivered a message like he did at the end of the game against Washington. This quote also delivers a message, but like his histrionics against the Capitals, I wonder who the message is intended for. 105.90X.